Hey y'all, I am so glad that you are here. Welcome to today's episode of Seeking Sabiduria, the podcast. I'm your host, Laura, and today is actually going to be my very first guest interview podcast. And today's guest is Torni Wiggum. So Torni is also a host to another podcast called Dancing Hard, which you can listen now on Apple Podcasts. And Torni came on the show today to talk about her podcast, which is about guiding you back to your dancing heart and inspiring you to dream big and follow your joy. So you'll get to hear a little bit about what she's all about and her journey, her own self-discovery journey to living and embodying her purpose and how she has sought higher wisdom as well. And you'll be able to get to hear the wisdom that she learned along the way, especially for anybody that is wanting or planning to take a big leap to live out their dharma. Torni talks all about that and gives a bunch of great advice transitioning from this nine to five corporate job to traveling to a whole other country and leaving everything behind. It is such an inspiring story. So without further ado, I'll go ahead and get us started. Thanks y'all for being here. All right, welcome to Seeking Sabiduria. Thank you so, so much for being here with me today on my podcast. This is Torni Wiggum here today, the host of Dancing Heart Podcast. Yes, thank you so much for being here on your podcast. I'm so excited to to talk with you and to share some of my pieces of my story and what I do. So yeah, my name is uh, Torni Wiggum. I am originally from Norway, but I decided to to sell my house and quit my corporate job last year. And I went on a journey with my five-year-old daughter. So now we are here in Mexico, Playa del Carmen, where we have been settling for some months. And I started my podcast and I'm also doing life purpose coaching. So that's where I'm at right now. Yes. I think that what we've connected so much on is for one, the podcast, you know, both of our our joy of using the podcast as our medium of speaking our truth and sharing our journey. I found that when I was trying to figure out, okay, how do I want to share my wisdom online? We were both in the Dharma Coaching Institute coaching certification program. That was one of the things that were always coming up, right? How do we want to connect with people? How do we want to share our wisdom? It's not a coincidence that both of us were connected in this way and also both having this joy of speaking our truth through a podcast, through communication, through our voice. So I also know that you do have a history in the radio world and also hosting a podcast in the past. I'm wondering if you could tell the story of how the idea of Dancing Your Heart Out came about and your journey with podcasting and how the radio world led you here. I know nothing in our lives are by coincidence. Everything happens for a reason and the tools that we've gathered throughout our lives are for a reason, right? For our purpose. So can you talk a little bit about that? Of course, absolutely. So I have to take you back uh, six years ago when I I lived in Ecuador with my ex-boyfriend and now the father of my, my daughter. And I came back to Norway in, I think it was in March 2017, 
oh yeah almost six years ago and I discovered that I was I was pregnant I I didn't know after living in Ecuador for uh, for six months I my intention was just coming back for uh Easter holiday and I discovered I was pregnant so I really had to to sit and feel like oh wow this was very unexpected for me and universe it, my life just turned around like 180 degrees and I also believe that everything happens for a reason and universe is always guiding you where you are meant to be so mm-hmm. this was for me a redirection just mm-hmm. to turn around and see okay what possibilities do I have now I didn't have a job I didn't have a place to stay I didn't have anything I just came back with two suitcases and just had to figure it out from there mm-hmm. so I did I got a job and I got my daughter and my my apartment and everything. So when I had, I was on my maternity leave, I spent a lot of time alone. Or not alone, but with my daughter, but I didn't I wasn't surrounded by colleagues or friends because they were at work during the day. So I was out walking a lot with my daughter and really connected to my myself for the first time in my life. I got the silence that I have probably needed because I could hear what I really wanted to do I guess so I got this idea of starting a podcast in my hometown in in Norway it's a really small town only 5,000 people living there so when you are from a small town there's always you hear about the same type of people you read the newspapers and you see like Okay, so it's one out of ten of uh, on the on the front page of the newspaper that you read about the same people all the time. So I got this idea of so what about the other people living here? They also have stories to tell. So and one of my inspiration to start my last podcast was my my cousin. She got diagnosed with a brain tumor. So. She went through a surgery. She was, um, she's still like, she's a mom to, she has two daughters and how she, she really went through this journey of the surgery and coming back to, to work and to herself again and how she navigated through this period of life. So I asked her if she wanted to share her story and she wanted to do that. So that's why I was like, wow, I need to, there are so many people with such beautiful and inspiring stories and powerful that are here to to inspire other people as well to see that whatever get throws your way in life there's always a solution it's how you decide to to go through your to through your story and how to go to the next step in your life and Mm -hmm. to rewrite your story so that's that was my idea of my first podcast and I also worked. I got a job in the local radio station back home where I was uh, a host. I hosted a lunch show every day. Mm. And I got to to speak with a lot of inspiring people as well. So I, I learned how to edit, you know, the audio. I got to, to practice sharing my voice as well to do interviews, live interviews. Mm. It was so much fun. So that's how I really <laughs> connected with myself and my own joy I really really enjoy that and as I and as I got another job after my my experience in the radio world I got a job in real estate because it was more um 
convenient with my mm -hmm. my lifestyle being a single mother so the the work hours was more convenient for me so that's why I decided to 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 change mm -hmm. and when I did that I didn't have time to keep up with my podcasting anymore because it was already too much on my plate but I started to feel I, I really miss doing the podcasting and inspire people and the feedback that you get from people that you have on your show and other people that you meet in the street like, oh, this story really changed the perspective in my life. So that was really valuable for me. And it really was the meaning of the service why I'm here for like, yeah, I want to inspire people. I want to be here. I want to. I want to be of that type of service in this world to to share wisdom and stories and also my own story now. And that's why I decided that I have to do the podcast again, but now I change it in a different format. Mm -hmm. I'm doing it in English now and I, yeah, also sharing my story, not only other people's story, but also my own journey. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, that's where I'm at now. I love how you put that all together of what you were doing in the past, how you're using those tools today, because I think that's so important, especially me after changing my career trajectory and my job. I thought all that time doing those jobs was all for nothing, but really no, every single experience I've had, I've been able to take a tool, something I've learned and use it now in what I'm doing and living my purpose now of helping people on their self-discovery and even sharing my voice and wisdom. So I think that's such an important story to share. I'm also curious, just because I also in my podcast, I speak Spanish and English. I'm wondering what was that like, that language change? And what was your process of deciding you're going to speak in your language that you grew up speaking? And then now you're going to speak in English. And what has that shift been like for me? I do episode by episode because I really wasn't able to choose. I couldn't choose just Spanish or just English because I felt like I had to share that wisdom with more of a broader community. What was that decision like for you? Yes, that's interesting because I, when I started my first podcast, that's four years ago, I think. Yeah, it's four years ago. And my intention, I just wanted to do it because it was fun. I liked it. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed it. And I didn't think so much about my audience. I just wanted to share people's mm -hmm. stories and that's it. Mm -hmm. And it was more very local. The people that I interviewed in my past podcast or my previous podcast mm, was yeah. people that had origin in my hometown. So it was naturally to do that in Norwegian because I was in Norway then. And now mm -hmm. I said to myself, I think I started on wanted to do this dancing heart also in, in Norwegian. But then I was like, no, I'm not going to be in Norway. I'm not in Norway anymore. And I feel that it's more, and I knew so many people that didn't speak Norwegian that I wanted to have on my show. Mm -hmm. So that's was, I was like, no, I need, to, I have to do it in English because mm -hmm. that's how I, it's going to reach out to the, to my audience now because mm -hmm. they're around the world. There's not just stuck to one country or one town anymore. It's worldwide. And it's been, it's not, yeah, it's been, um, like a challenge also to do to express yourself in a language that's not your mother tongue I'm sure you can relate like you mm -hmm. speak both <laughs> Spanish and English but for me it was I really needed to to work in a different way I guess my, my process was okay so what do I want to talk about I started off writing down everything that I wanted to say just to to have 
you know, how to express yourself, but it's, it's a learning process. It's just, mm -hmm. you learn on the go. And it's also about not being so uh, perfect. The, <laughs> my idea of the perfectionism, everything needs to be perfect. I just had to learn how to let go of that and just say whatever comes from your heart, because that's how you, the flow is more natural instead of reading from a script. So I just recorded an episode today and I just flew like it was flowing so well because I was in my I'm more practice now mm -hmm. you learn on the go and yeah I, I think uh, doing it in English it's it's more reaching out to the audience that I want to reach out to maybe I'm going to do like you have some episode in Norwegian mm -hmm. just to mm -hmm. have people from Norway that are not so experienced in talking in English so that's you just have to and the good thing is that when you own your own show you can do whatever you want mm -hmm. I totally agree and like you said too we just have to learn by going and just doing it and seeing that's how we get in the flow a little bit more and that's how we know what really we want to share and say and it can always change like tomorrow our podcast could be about something completely different yeah I think it's just so important being able to share our voice in whatever way that's most comfortable to us or that just flows more that makes the most sense of us in that moment in time. You're all about dreaming big and following your joy. I'm wondering if you could talk a little bit more about how your life has shifted when you have started to embody that. I know one of the things you say is saying yes to yourself. So can you talk a little bit more about that? Of course. I love that. Yeah. It changed when I, I think I, I'm, I, I don't know. Okay, let me put it this way. In 2020, when the pandemic hit, I was put in a place out of work. I couldn't work for, I think I was at home for five weeks and my daughter was with me. And then I really got time to sit down and reflect upon my life. And I was thinking, okay, so I'm working nine to five every day in order just to pay off my bills. And at the end of the day, I didn't really have the energy at the time or you know, the money to do the things that really... I enjoy in life mm. so I decided like I, I need to change that I don't want to be in this hamster wheel anymore am I going to do this for 40 more years like no I don't want to do that I want to do mm. something else but I didn't know back then what I wanted to do mm -hmm. and then Dharma Coaching Institute just came in my email so I decided to I, I sign up for that and in that moment my daughter was the my guide she I you know, our kids are always the mirror, the biggest mirror on us. And mm. she is my guide in this life, I guess. That's why she's mm. here. And she told me, mom, your, your heart is dancing. Mm. The next day I woke up after I signed up for DCI. So that's how I knew I was, I had said yes to myself. And I had this feeling of really joy in myself. Like I'm here to do something bigger than what I'm doing right now. And from that day, everything just changed. I started to connect with like-minded people in DCA like you. That's mm -hmm. how I met you as well. And I started to really to sit down and, and ask myself, what do I really want? How do I want to feel? I want to feel enthusiastic. I want to feel joy. I want to do mm -hmm. stuff that brings me joy that I can be on this energy level the whole day not being like up and down and feel like oh what am I doing I don't want to mm -hmm. I don't want to make dinner today it's just too much of a, I don't want to hustle anymore I just wanted mm -hmm. to be in this flow of life 
so then everything just changed and I got this uh, I got this idea of what if I just sell everything and go and mm. I was just playing with the thought of like yeah maybe I'm just gonna sell sell my house quit my job and just go off and when I just I don't know just put it out to the universe uh, one buyer one friend of mine just texted me like hey <laughs> do you know about any of your neighbors that going to sell their house because she was looking for a house to for a new house for herself so I was like oh wow. why <laughs> why do you send this next message to me right now I told her like no I don't think my neighbors are going to sell their house but you can buy mine <laughs> I just told her and she's like what do you mean like what are you gonna do I was like, don't tell anyone because I haven't told my boss yet, but I, I'm going to sell everything. I'm going to go to Costa Rica. That was my, I did some, you know, meditation after doing meditation and yoga and journaling for a long time. And then seeing how other people also are living their life after everything is going more online, uh, home-based work after the pandemic. So I'm like, why can't I just do it? So I just went all in on the dream that I had just going to, to Costa Rica <laughs> in May last year, took my daughter with me. And then I was redirected here to, to Mexico. So it's been like the transition from the corporate into doing something like your own business. It's been also a big challenge because I didn't expect to have a identity crisis you had to redefine yourself like who are you what are you about and that's why I also are so passionate about connecting to your joy because that's how you mm -hmm. also connect to the person that you're meant to be you have to follow what brings you joy and that's how you also eventually will connect back with to yourself again and that's what I did when I came to Mexico I just wrote a list on everything that brings me joy and I start doing that and what I saw was that there was so much more joy coming into my life I even remember mm. things that brought me joy in the past that I have forgotten for a long time wow that for example like going to the gym I was one day I woke up I was like I want to go to the gym today and I haven't had this feeling in like six or seven years but I went there and I was like, wow, that's why I wanted to go here because it brings me joy. I like working out. I like to be here. I like to be in this positive energy and to be in a flow in my in my body and not just doing yoga and and meditation. I also like to to work out, to to sweat, you know. And it also took like when you take this big leap, what I did. Um also, yeah, the identity crisis that I had and also finding home outside of a physical home, mm -hmm. letting go of everything that you knew in order to find home within myself. It hasn't been easy because my your nervous system is really out of balance. It's wondering like, hey, what's going on? What did you do to me? Taking you out from the routine and now into something that is unknown. And it's been... It's been a challenge because it's everything that you knew that was your home. It's not your home anymore. And yeah. finding home in yourself, I think that has been one of the biggest challenge and uh, teaching of doing this big transition. Mm -hmm. 
And now after I've been on the go since May last year or June, I finally now start to feel like I'm in the, I'm finding home within myself. It's been taking a lot of effort and time and work because you really, when you say that you're going to do something like launching your, your business and mm -hmm. that's what you're going to do. And when your body doesn't feel safe, you, you cannot force things to happen. You just have to take care of yourself first in order to, to focus on the next step. Mm -hmm. So I really been taking good care of myself by focusing on my joy and coming back to my morning routine and my practices and coming back to, um, like my to eat healthy because when you feel good you also can do good and be of service so yeah that's been my focus so joy is the I believe the joy is the dance to your heart the dance mm -hmm. of your heart so when you focus on your joy and whatever makes you feel good that's when you are in a state of uh, high energy and your heart is really dancing and that's how you can see what's your next step is and what are you here to do and be of service of so I think I like came over the that mountain right maybe in this this month actually so when I start to like embody the joy first you need to activate it and or first you need to discover what is your joy then you need to do it and activate it and then you can embody it so that's where I am right now really wow. embodying my whole joy I love that so much. And just listening to you share your story, I could see that you exude joy and I can't even stop smiling, hearing more of your story too. Like, I know that this is something that you are embodying just the way that it's coming out of you and how you're speaking, especially this idea of creating a joy list and how that's where you started. I think that's such good advice for people to do and brainstorming that okay what does bring me joy I don't know if that's something that a lot of people even think about I think it's also so important how you're saying it's not something that will happen overnight it's something that for you took time practicing it over and over but you really had to start right and you started by creating that joy list and that allowed you to remember what were the things you already knew especially as a child children know what brings them joy they're living in their joy every single day but we forget over time and it sounds like that list really helped you remember. And I'm so happy that now you really feel like you're fully embodying it and implementing it in your life every day. I think that's so, so important for people to do. And then your story of this transition, this huge leap. Yes, you took a very big leap. We talk about in Dharma Coaching Institute, different types of leaps that you can have. You can have the slow transition where you are slowly making changes in your life to go start implementing your Dharma full time. Time, but then there's also this big leap where you're going from, in your example, this corporate nine to five job, not really fulfilling you at all to putting that all behind you and leaping a, a very big leap to being free and living out your joy and making changes towards embodying your dharma. So I'm wondering if there's any advice that you can give for maybe somebody that's in a similar situation, maybe thinking about taking a leap themselves. In my experience, I did more of a transition where I knew that I wanted to quit my job, but it took months of planning, months of preparing, saving money. And then my life shifted where 
it came to a very convenient time for me to finally make that move of leaving my job and going fully into coaching. And so it was a slow transition for me. I'm wondering, somebody who is thinking of this, what advice would you give them? Yes, there is uh, so many things I wish I knew. Mm-hmm. Uh, before taking the leap I was just so excited back then I was like yeah I'm just gonna do it I'm a natural doer so when I decide mm-hmm. I'm gonna do something I just go all in and I don't think about anything else than the things that I have to do so I just did that and often you don't see step two until you have taken the first one the first advice that I wish I had was that plan as a Planning is important. I didn't plan anything. I just planned to go to Costa Rica and then suddenly I don't know Mexico. <laughs> so try to plan what you want to do, like set some goals for yourself. And also, uh, what is your, like, how much time do you need? Or you don't know how much time you need to, like, embody your new self because you, it's a big identity shift. Um identifying yourself outside the corporate world just be prepared for Mm. that that the person that you were in the corporate or in the job that you have now is not the person that you will be later like who are you try to define yourself Mm. like who is the person that you want to become I didn't think about that so I had this huge like I was in this foggy Mm. like cloud like I couldn't even take a decision I was just so in my mind thinking about the, the person that like who am I like what do you like to do so I wish I I wish I was more prepared for that the identity crisis and also give yourself space and time to figuring yourself out because when you are forcing I was try trying to force myself to start the podcast even in May or June last year and I wasn't in a space to do it. Mm-hmm. Don't force anything to happen. Um, allow yourself to just be and to get to know yourself with them, to redefine yourself. And I think if I would have like um, a <laughs> the best advice, I think it would be speak to somebody that has been in the situation before you, because mm-hmm. that's how you're gonna it's gonna be look different for every person but at least (laughs) maybe to yeah talk with somebody that has Mm -hmm. been there before you so you don't feel a lost or alone because it's a lonely journey as well it can be so be prepared for uh, defining who are you who do you want to become outside of the corporate and then give yourself space and time to to become that person and then plan your next step like have an action plan for it don't force it but just think about the next step like so where you want to see yourself within the next year or within the six months or whatever and just set yourself up for it helps you to set yourself up for success Mm -hmm. that's my my biggest three advices that I would Mm -hmm. like to (laughs) to give Yes, so important. Thank you so much for for sharing that and sharing your experience. I totally agree. It's not a journey that you have to do alone. And there's always going to be people out there that are able to support you, hold space for you and help guide you on that journey um, because they've been through it. Like you said, everyone's journey is different, but it's always nice to do it with someone else. You know, you don't have to do it alone. Totally 
agree with that. And then this idea of reinventing yourself, but also finding out your identity and maybe more of your truth. One thing that I talk a lot about on Seeking Sabiduría, this podcast, is your self-discovery journey. I believe that we should first look within and look for what is our truth? Who are we really? by exploring who we are, using different tools and modalities to really get to the root of our truth outside of the pressures of society and culture. So I talk about a lot of different tools that we can use to do that. So I'm wondering, were there any specific tools that you used or resources or maybe even learning from particular people to help you on that self-discovery and getting a better grasp of your identity and who you are? Yes, I think when I first started my self-discovery, it started with yoga. Mm. I was just, one day I decided that I want to start doing yoga. So I put yoga in the YouTube and then I found a couple from Canada. And I've been doing yoga with them for the past six years since I discovered them. So it's, um, and they've been such a huge inspiration to me. They Mm -hmm. also took the leap and I went on the journey. So I've been following them for a long time. Uh, they're called Boho Beautiful. They have been like a huge uh, inspiration and mm-hmm. also helping me to to find the, the balance of being in the yoga, I think. Uh, just the movement and being sitting with yourself and mm-hmm. the wisdom that they share. Uh, and also listening to podcasts. Uh, I love uh, Yoga Girl. Mm-hmm. I started to listen to her. She's a Swedish girl she moved to Aruba started her yoga studio and her business back then and sharing her the wisdom or conversation from her heart so that has also she's also been a huge inspiration and and also people in that I met through DCI and just to just to get to know people that are on their their journey and to 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 see how they are doing it is also inspiring you to become Mm -hmm. a better person and just also sitting with yourself like I was a person that's also always been running out and being social having fun with my friends and I never had the time to check in with myself asking myself like who am I what do I like to do Uh, being aware of my patterns like hey what is this keep happening to me all the time and I started the meditation I started to do journaling doing some uh, new year's intention rituals and yeah just I think like sitting with myself listening to to inspiring podcasts that has been like the the two main things that's really been helping me to connect back with myself I also wanted to share that think about one time like a period of time in your life when you felt like the most happiest Mm -hmm. and where was that and why were you so happy back then and for me, it just clicked for me when I came here to Playa del Carmen. I just, uh, it took me back to the person I was when I lived in Australia in 2007, 2008. I just sat on my balcony one day and I was like, whoa, the person that the feeling that I have in my body right now is the same feeling that I had when I lived in Australia. And that was one of the happiest, best time of my life. And I was just like, wow, maybe that is the core of the person that I actually am. Mm -hmm. So that was helping me to really reconnect with myself on a different level, just connecting uh, the present with the past and Mm -hmm. what 
to a like of the person that I was back then. Uh, so that also is something that that I've advised that I can give like where was when was the happiest uh, time of your life and why were you so happy and try to really connect with a person in the past and what can you do today to reconnect with yourself on that level and mm -hmm. don't take life so serious I think that one of the big thing is just life people think that life has to be so serious when you work in the corporate whatever <laughs> it doesn't have to be that serious you can go you can be spiritual you can go and have a good party you can you can do all of that it's just a matter of like who are you mm. I reconnected with my party tea when I was here in the summer and I had so much fun with that and I think I haven't been partying or drinking whatever for so many years and then mm. I just, I met some people here that really connected me back with the, you know, with the person that I like to do that. And I found the, not the joy in the drinking, but just the joy to, to be back on the dance floor and to dance, listen to music, mm -hmm. hanging around people that are on the same like energy level as you and just to laugh and have a good time and just cracking jokes with each other it was just so much fun mm -hmm. and it's so much healing in laughing why mm -hmm. don't you laugh more often mm -hmm. it's connected oh, to your yeah. joy and be like yes you are mm -hmm. really your highest self when you are in the state of joy laughing I love that so much. Yes, that's such good advice, especially the self-discovery journey is going within and sometimes could be a little bit of a solo act, but it doesn't have to always feel lonely when we are doing it on our own. I mean, that's how I started my own self-discovery journey of looking online and reading books and finding mentors online, posting videos that I really connected to. And so that's really great advice of where to start on your self-discovery journey. And just how that led you to actually connect back to your body and find the wisdom within, which taught you that, okay, it's that joy that I'm looking for, that feeling that I had when I was in Australia. For me, similarly, I found out that early in my self-discovery journey, I was very disconnected with my body. I was called also to start yoga, and that's what connected me to my body's wisdom to be able to feel those emotions that I had been so disconnected to so long. Yeah, I totally agree. Once we feel the guidance within our body and those feelings and are able to follow that, and you know, you did that with the feeling of joy and recreating that, that's such a great tool. So thank you so much for sharing that. And then you also shared, and I'm wondering if you want to talk a little bit more about how your daughter taught you a lot about yourself and your daughter was this guide on your self-discovery journey. I think that's something a lot of people can relate to and something that I hear a lot amongst my family and friends that a child is the greatest teacher that you will ever have to teach you about yourself can you talk yes. a little bit about that of course yeah you know having kids you will never you're never prepared for what uh what you have in store when when you're gonna have kids I I wasn't planning on having I'm being pregnant at that time, but she had to come for a reason. And when I had her, uh, her name is Melissa. So I had to really sit down and <laughs> and to be with myself. I, I couldn't go out. I couldn't go out and do whatever I wanted anymore. I had the person to take care of. But in order to take care of her in the best way, I had to take care of myself. I had to learn how to take care of myself first. 
So she was teaching me like, if I'm going to be a good mom for her, I need to be a good mom for myself first. So that's why I started my my morning routine and really taking the time out of the day to be with myself because it's very intense to to be a single mother and mm-hmm. to to have the energy to be, to keep up with her every day. You know, you have to fill your own cup, and that was the how I started to wake up five a.m. at five a.m. in the mornings in order to okay I need to the time alone and where where can I get time alone when I don't have the time during the day okay I can wake up one hour earlier so she and when I did that I took the hour alone meditation yoga journaling and just sit with myself I was I could be there for her I could be more present with her I uh to be more patient and also to have a more stable energy because you always I don't know like she's teaching me where where my triggers are for instance yesterday she's been on she has this impedico so she had to take antibiotics and I'm like okay so just take your antibiotics you know and be done with it and then we can go and she didn't want to do it because it obviously it tastes like shit <laughs> so I'm like you have to do it and then I was um then I was like why do I get triggered why she's not doing it she just mm. has to do what's best for that and it's teaching me to see within like what I have to heal in order to become a better version of myself so I I know that she's reflecting something that is within me that is not healed yet and for instance, that's the, you know, my my control freak about, oh, you have to do it when I say it, it's on my timeline. And when she said she doesn't want to do it, it's like, okay, that's okay. We're going to figure it out together. So it's, she's constantly teaching me how to become a better version of myself by looking inwards and why is this triggering me right now so much and to sit with that and to reflect on where is it coming from and I really want to do it because I want her to have um to grow up in a the the best way I don't want her to to put on the patterns or the projecting my emotion on mm-hmm. uh, my emotion onto her so it's she's really always teaching me how I'm gonna show up for myself in a better way and also she was the one guiding me towards my dancing heart and to, just to to say that your mom your your, your heart is dancing mm-hmm. and also to connect with my joy because being with kids they're so in the moment all the time they don't care about other people they just do their stuff she can dance in the street it's a bit silly and goofy and having fun so why can't we just do that it's just so much fun just hanging out with her and being in a moment and to really uh, acknowledge that life is here and now it's about the small things enjoying the small things with her it's not about the big big things that you accomplish in life it's about the small things going out to the playground uh, even just being in the swaying with her and mm-hmm. how happy she is when she sees a dog she loves dogs <laughs> and I'm like oh that's so nice to just see her joy mm-hmm. in this life and what what brings her joy just to the small things 
present with her and then teaching me how I can connect with my inner child and to heal that. And yeah, constantly she's encouraging me to become a better version of myself. Yeah, that's so beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. I agree. I think children have so much wisdom. You know, we don't give children enough credit of how much they can actually teach us how we are taught to parent maybe in the at least in the United States. I don't know about other countries, but is just putting on to the children what they need to know how they need to be. That's also how I think I was raised. And I think the reason this is my purpose to discover the self discovery journey and help people learn more about themselves is because of my experience growing up, I felt like there was a lot of this projection, the trauma of my family and over generations repeating over and over again, this intergenerational trauma. And I saw it in the way that my mom parented me of this projection of insecurities and that became my internal voice. And so I feel like that's a very common story and being able to acknowledge that that voice is not our truth was an important journey for me. And I think really important for people to be able to heal this kind of what you're talking about, about like, okay, however I'm reacting to my child, it says more about me than it says anything about what they're doing and who they are. Right. But thankfully we have the privilege to know this now. Maybe our parent generations didn't didn't have the privilege or the capacity to really acknowledge that or just that awareness. So I'm glad that you shared that because it's such an important um, aspect of our own self-discovery journey. So thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that. I think, you know, we're kind of at the end of our time here. I just want to thank you so, so much for being here and sharing this wisdom. You know, my podcast is called Seeking Sabiduria, meaning seeking wisdom. Sabiduria is wisdom in Spanish. And the purpose of this is to allow me space to share my wisdom because it's not something I've ever done in my life. And then bring other people on to share the wisdom that we've gathered because everyone has their story we can learn something from everyone right so I just want to thank you so much and is there anything that you'd like to share with um, my audience maybe um, a little bit about your coaching and what you offer as a coach before we leave yes of course uh yeah I'm all about a dancing heart connecting you back to a dancing heart so if you want to, if you are a person that is feeling stuck and don't know where to move next and is in a job that is not fulfilled, you can reach out to me and so we can guide you back to a dancing heart. You can reach out to me on my Instagram on Torney Wiggum and you can also listen to my podcast, a Dance, Dancing Heart podcast, where I also share my story along with other people's stories and it's all about connecting to your joy and guiding you back to a dancing heart again to inspire you to dream big. And the last thing I want to say is that dream big. There are no Mm. dreams that are too big. I think we are holding ourselves back so much about, am I allowed to dream that? Yes, you're allowed to dream as big as you like. There is no limit. Dream bigger. Mm. That is my advice. Yes. Thank you so much for that. I'll definitely share your information in the video notes. Thank you so much, so much for being here. Thank and you so much I look for having to, me. Yeah. I look forward to connecting with you in the future also.